Listener Production. Two cuddly boys overloading the bromance cuter meter. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Oh, happy Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, or Sunday, depending on when you listen to this, but we are recording it for Monday, the 9th of January, 2023. Matt O'Kine, how are you, mate? Oh, you know, I'm still moving. Still (laughs) moving house after, God, it feels like forever. There's still boxes in the hallway. There's still things. I can't find a bowl when I want one. It sucks. Damn, damn, damn. Um, you know, life moves on as, we, uh, as we're as we going to hear about today. So much stuff happening, Alex Dyson, out there in the big wide world. That we, we're just excited to be with you. Thank you very much to you as well. If you started your year off listening to our Talkback Survivor, what a week it was last week, Matt O'Kine. If you haven't heard it yet, I won't give you any spoilers, but uh, it was very, very fun stuff. So make sure you go from Monday to Friday to find out who is the best Talkbacker in the land. Yeah, absolutely. And look, we are diving into uh, some serious stuff on today's show as well. We love a little bit of light and shade here in Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, but we will start off with something, Alex Dyson, that, you know, may be considered trivial by some, but very important to me right now. Uh, I've got a question, a bit of a dilemma. I don't know how, what to do about it, and I'm going to need yours and everyone's help. Let's do it. It's All Day Breakfast with Matt and Alex. G'day. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Yes, Alex Dyson, I mentioned that I had a question that I need to ask, and and not just you either, you know, I want the advice of producer Bron, audio producer Link. The Brains Trust. New year, new focus, new everything. Should I get a bike? (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I was talking to someone about bikes the other day because I had a bike, loved it, got stolen, never really got back into it. Who stole your bike? Some crumb from Burke Street. In Melbourne. Really? Left it there overnight. Oh, well, you Had left it there bevs, overnight. That's Ubered begging. Home. You might as well have put a bloody Christmas bow on it and asked <laughs> them to help themselves. It was locked up. <laughs> Come on. What are you, is, there, is there literally people going around every night with the bolt cutters? It's like, got to get home by 12, otherwise the, the bolt cutter boys are coming out for their nightly shift. I mean, what, come on. One of my mates, as a uh, one of the, my work colleagues, right, who I do some film and TV stuff with, he had his bike just uh, sort of sitting up at, like, the production offices, right. right? He's got camera footage of a guy on a bike riding past his bike, does the U-turn, dumps his bike, jumps on my mate's bike and drives off. Was it locked up? It was just sitting there. I think it was just, it was inside yeah. like a gate, but this guy was just obviously <laughs> looking for a better bike. He was looking for the upgrade. But anyway, look, the point is, because Brisbane, one of the downsides is that I can't walk as much to places. I used to have everything on my doorstep. So now I'm suddenly in this mindset where I'm like looking at Facebook Marketplace going, oh, I could buy a bike. And you know, in your head, mm. you're thinking, oh. I'll ride it here, I'll ride it there, I'll ride everywhere, you know. But yep. in, like in the actual reality, yeah, gets dusty, doesn't it? It does get dusty. You need the WD every now and again on the chain. What about you, Bron? Have you ever been a bike person? Um, probably like two weeks every summer I will become a bike person. <laughs> I can see you as well with a basket on the front, yep. ribbons off the handlebars, Spoky just dokes. really living your best <laughs> Brunswick girl life, just yeah. absolutely cruising around. I 
would love that aesthetic, but <laughs> I have it at the moment, but I do enjoy it, yeah, once in a blue moon. So where do you go biking then if you do do it once a year? Usually when camping. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. We, whenever we're going to um, to visit family down in, uh, in in the sort of northern rivers, we'll go for a little bit of a beach ride. And here's the thing. I mean, I don't know whether to get a, like a fancy racing bike. Because in my head, I'm like, I'll get a bike. Suddenly I'm doing like off trail down mountains in my head. <laughs> I'm also like cruising into work with my, like through the city and like a sick racer. So I'm like, oh, what sort of bike do I get? And then I see these articles that come out, like the one that came out recently where um, Jeremy Vine, a British commentator talking about how, uh, you know, it's good to see cyclists riding four abreast, completely blocking oh. up road lanes. <laughs> Sorry. What did you think? What did you think, Daiso? Cyclists riding four abreast is like uh, for breast cancer for charity or something like that, oh, I was thinking. No. no, side by side. Oh, look, <laughs> I'm going to have to talk to an actual biker, okay? Because yeah. obviously neither of you two are on my level of biking. Link, audio <laughs> producer, you're a cyclist, aren't you? More so in a previous life, but yes. Yeah, all right. So uh, so you on the road bikes? Uh, road and gravel. Okay, and what do you think? Should I should I get a bike? Am I going to be one of these people in the Lycra looking all schnazzy on my, you know, in the in this cafe in the morning? Oh, you don't want to half-bake it, Matt. You want to lycra up, clip-clop in cafes and bring the tail of the place down. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> That would All be right. perfect. I could definitely see you doing that. Will you wear the lycra, Matt? Absolutely. A couple of pieces of Wonder White stuff down the front just to smooth things out. <laughs> just like just like the underwear ads need you to do, you know, make sure there's no veins showing. And, uh, yeah, we're good to go. We're good to go. Well, I, I re- that just, to me, brings up images of, you know, after the Tour de France, they'll, they'll t- show a photo of the biker's leg veins or something like that. Yeah. And there's a lot of leg veins showing. There's a <laughs> lot. Google bike leg veins. Despicable. Yeah. All right. Well, look, I just wanted, I wanted the general consensus because I'm not sure. Um, but actually also, and before we go, because we'll probably chop this end bit, but anyway, <laughs> um, we'll probably chop it all. I don't really know. Here's the thing that was splitting people apart here with this cyclist riding two abreast or four abreast. So abreast obviously means that, you know, two side by side mm. or four side by side. I'll give you a direct quote because people got pissed off with this. Okay. Jeremy Vine, English uh, media personality said, people who cycle in the country should be encouraged to ride three or four abreast at a time like this because it calms the traffic behind them. <laughs> <laughs> It makes it less easy for bad drivers to attempt dangerous passes. And also, it is more pleasant and sociable for them. It might slow the traffic behind them. I would contest it does not calm the traffic behind them. But get out of the way! Link, you've done your fair share of long cycling. What do you think about this suggestion? that Single cyclists, file or take up the lane? Yeah, cyclists should take up the lane. Does it get dangerous with two abreast? I live out in the country, so it's a little bit safer to ride two abreast. But in the city, I'd be going single because mm. it doesn't matter who's in the wrong. You're only wearing lycra. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and that a, is true. And the helmets, mats. Thank yes, you. absolutely. I got uh, praised. I took one of those. I took my second ever scooter the other day. Oh, I used an e-scooter too in Brisbane. Yeah, took it for the first time. And some dude was talking to a woman. I think she was previously getting in trouble for not wearing a hel- helmet. I ride past like the rule-following nerd I am with the helmet on. And they go, see, this guy's doing the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's a Jerry-O as you drive past. <laughs> Mate, I rode one for about 500 metres, got off, cost me $9.50. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. Anyways, that's why I'm thinking about buying a bike. I'll yep. see you on the, uh, I'll see you four abreast at the cafe, Link. Done. I'll have a latte with you. <laughs> <laughs> this is all day breakfast. Well, Alex Tyson, there was pre- some pretty shocking news coming out um, regarding a helicopter crash from SeaWorld, mm. uh, just up in Queensland there. Some um, really unfortunate situations unfolding there. Uh, news is still coming out as we speak. Um, there was photos released by the New Zealand survivors recently of them holding hands and covered in blood in this situation. Mm-hmm. It was just shocking stuff. And it was really something that, as soon as I heard it, right, mm-hmm. I felt this weird feeling because here's the thing, right? And then my dad called me not long after the news came out and I sort of said, oh, what's up? You know, what are you calling for? And he goes, he goes, oh, I was just reminded looking at the news. I was just reminded of, um, a memory from your childhood. And I was like, okay. And when the news came out, I told Belinda, I was like, you know, I've been on that helicopter. Before I've been on a helicopter at SeaWorld. Really? And dad called up and said, I don't know whether you remember this. He goes, but I I just saw this news and I've just been reminded about a situation with you. And he goes, do you remember you went on that helicopter? And I said, yeah, we, we, I, I, me and my sister took a helicopter and SeaWorld when I was six years old. Right. And, uh, and dad said, yeah, you and you and your sister and you were really excited. And I have only really vague memories of it happening, but he said, you know, and you went up and he said, I remember standing there with your mom and watching you two go up in this hel- in this helicopter, wondering whether we'd made the right decision to let you go and do it. Was right. It, and at so the just, time, just the, you, the kids went in there. Yeah. Not my mum mm. and dad. Mm. And so then, um, and here's the, here's the crazy thing. One week later. That helicopter crashed. Back then? Yeah. In 1991. If you Google it so now, you'll see- So this isn't the first time this- No. Nah. No. Nah. And it happened one week later. And dad had gone. We'd gone to SeaWorld because dad was going to Ghana mm-hmm. like the week later. And he was in Ghana when he saw the news unfold of that. But this and one he, was a collision between two. And that was a, that was a, I believe the helicopter pilot um, passed out and did something with the controls that caused oh. it to crash. So that was in 1991 and I, and I couldn't believe, like I, I literally couldn't believe it. Do you remember hearing the news back then? Yeah. I remember new, I remember the news like happening then. Mm-hmm. But when I first heard this, I was like, oh, that's so weird. I've, I've been on that, that helicopter mm-hmm. and I forgot that it, that had happened literally a week after me and my sister had gone on it back in 1991 and you can Google it and there's, and there's footage of the situation as well. And that, and that, um, you know, was, was just as tragic, but it's such <sighs> a like it's such a jarring feeling when you like, you know, when, yeah, when you realize how close that you've been to, to that kind of tragedy. Mm. And I mean, there are so many people who are, who are struggling at the moment with this sort of situation and everything like that. It's not, um, it's not something that I have any interest in making light of. No, not at all. And you, you hadn't, my dad is a bit against it as well. I took him to WA one time and surprised him with a helicopter ride around Rotnest. Really beautiful. Yeah. But like when I'm, he's, he realized what was happening, he said to the pilot, like something that I sort of, that stayed with me, which was like, you now I lost these kids mother, you know, back in the day, I need to look after them, please. 
take care of us. Yeah, you know, yeah, really. that kind of thing. And you know, yeah. you don't want to over overstate the risk for something like that because I still get into cars. There are many car accidents. In fact, some yeah. really bad ones, as does happen at holiday time, why they try yeah. to um, put out the road safety messages and that kind of thing. But um, <clears throat> it is something that, yeah, I can I can see your reticence and that and that kind of thing when it comes to that. Particularly, I didn't even know about this when you were younger. It's just so. It's just such an unfortunate situation. Uh, but to have been so close to it in the past and, and having forgotten about it until dad called up and reminded me and then looking through the news and everything. And I'm like checking dates. I'm like, Oh my God, that it, it's, it is, it did happen. Mm. Um, it's, it's really quite jarring. So I thought I'd just put a, a like a very genuine and serious discussion topic out there on our Instagram. Cause we like to sometimes just do, just have conversations <laughs> yeah. that aren't intended to be ridiculous or silly or making fun of anything. And so Not I thought I'd ask. Not all talkback topics need bells and whistles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I just thought I'd ask, when have you had a brush with death? When have you really come close and thought, oh my gosh. And so many people got in touch with us as well. Abathia uh, said, last year I was rear-ended by a semi-truck on the highway. I walked away with only a few cuts and grazes. Wow. God. See, it just comes up like an end so differently Mm -hmm. every single time, you Mm. know, Mish got in touch with us, said, I parked my car on the side of the road in Randwick. A massive tree fell on the car and only missed me by a foot. Whilst in it. Oh, that'd be terrifying. Uh, Ben sailing from India to Africa. I literally slipped on a banana peel and almost went overboard into rough waters. (laughs) Who's... No, no, we did say it was serious, but I mean, you can't okay, slip ben on a said banana peel. The word literally, <laughs> I think he's trying to make it serious, but I could, I think Ben would acknowledge that that is a very hard to believe story and probably wishes that there was some sort of video so that when he tries to tell people, we don't go, yeah, right. This isn't Mario Kart, mate. He's leaving a banana peel. Just like, oh, on up, the ground. Like, <laughs> just chucking. And sailing Sorry. decks are quite slippery anyway. <laughs> so, anyway, Ben, look, glad you're still with us there, mate. Bag End said in my early 20s was held at Knife Point in a bus station in Adelaide. Oof. Yeah, that's pretty scary. And I saw some bad footage of a, uh, of a robbery actually unfolding on Twitter recently. God, I wish sometimes you didn't have to see. You know, all well, the stuff in the see... crash footage, like it was all over the, I was avoiding it, like clicking on any of the things that says new footage of that. I'm like, oh, I do not want to say that. And then the news just plays it. And I'm like, what? This is something that I'm actually really scared of. Tom Servo Blender said a ball bearing fell off a truck, oh. nearly smashing my car's windshield coming right at me. See, I freak out about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Dazzo says stood on top of a metal cabinet to change a light bulb in my uncle's cafe, got electrocuted. Wow, that's crazy. And we've got Wade on the line as well. G'day, Wade. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Thanks, Wade. So uh, tell us about your brush with death. What happened? Uh, well, basically, we were on like a footy, footy trip with the boys, doing a bit of team bonding, and one of the things was white water rafting, and uh, came around the bend of the river, hit this big tree, and flipped the raft. I get sucked under, jammed beneath the, the tree and the, <gasps> and the bottom of the river. Um, so head and, fully submerged. Yeah, underwater. And I feel this big weight on my back and I thought it was the raft flipped up with the, you know, the pressure of the river against it. And um, so I just thought I was doomed. And then I tried to sneak underneath, couldn't fit. And I literally just thought, well, this is it. <laughs> Tell us about the panic. Like, were you, because how, how long did this take? Because you sort of described it and it's taken five seconds. Like, what, 
Was it sort of oh, playing out over over half a minute kind of thing or what? Oh, it felt like it was forever, but it probably wasn't that long. But I was full, like, kicking my legs underneath, couldn't get any grip to push off of, tried to take my life jacket off so I could squeeze out. There wasn't enough room. Um, and your head's underwater this whole time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm underwater. And is the instinct <laughs> to br- – I mean, obviously you breathe, water in the lungs – Worst oh, case scenario. So even just thinking about it. How did you <laughs> stop yourself from doing that? What was? I don't know. Honestly, I was just thinking about every scenario, and then, well, luckily, it wasn't actually the raft that was on my back. It was two of the other boys had flipped out and done the same thing, and the others managed to stand on the log and pull one of them out at a time. Then they pulled one of the other boys out off me, and then they all reached in and pulled me out eventually. So they <laughs> oh. knew you were still down there. Yeah, so I was just stuck under there, just, you know, thinking about mum and everything. Oh, <laughs> thinking this mate. Might be it. Oh, um, my God. That was pretty – and they all – none of them really cared. <laughs> right. They, <laughs> they're like, well, lads, that was a, lads, bit, of a bit of a bath. <laughs> they think yeah. it was a bit of a laugh, did they? Were they all uh... – And then they all crack a beer and it's like it's a beer ad. Everyone just – Pretty <laughs> much. Where you'd rather be. on top, top of the log laughing. Oh, that was crazy. And I'm just sitting there in silence. <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable. Well, look, we're so glad you're okay. Thanks very much for sharing that story. We know that it's, you know, comedy is tragedy plus time. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, thank you for sharing it with us. And, uh, yeah, look, we're glad you're still here. No worries, guys. Thanks. Well, if you were making a movie back in the 70s or 80s and you were forced to make it about 2023, you'd make it about a future in which the world had evolved and we were some intelligent utopia with flying cars and no wars and articles of substance. However, we don't live in that world. Didn't come true. And 2023 still brings some of the worst journalism in the world. But... We get tempted by it, and that's why we get our producer, Bron, to take that bait for us. Hello, Bron. Hello. Gosh, I mean, look, we've given you a little bit of a break for this segment, so thank you very much for rejoining us in 2023. Was it just me, or has Summer brought out some of the weirdest headlines in the world? Like, New Year's Eve fireworks cancelled because of masturbating walrus. And, like, (laughs) did you see these things over the Well, hold on. Tell us about that. I don't even know about this walrus. What was he getting off to? Um, or she. Female <laughs> walruses can wank in 2023 as well. Um, <laughs> it's 2023. Female walruses can wank, okay? <laughs> Don't be so judgmental. So, Bron, yes. I mean, wait, first up, what have you been up to? <laughs> Just, I don't even know where to go with this. You were uh, at the beach, weren't you, recently? Yes, been down to the beach. It's been lovely. Um, How was it? Anything exciting happened? Not really. The weather was pretty average when I was down there. I had to give Steve a haircut. I showed you guys the photo. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. Look oh what my you did to God. our boy. You massacred our boy, Bron. <laughs> I accidentally had... I don't even know how it happened, honestly, but now there is this big, like, almost 20-cent piece size... Bald spot in the back of Steve. So was Steve? Was Steve annoyed? No, he he was fine with it. He doesn't care. Thankfully. Oh, that's what yeah. I'm telling myself. See, Matt, you shouldn't have to care if you get a bald spot on the back of your head. <laughs> I said go to a professional and fix this up, and he said 
He doesn't care. It's going to grow back. You can't See that? fix bare skin up That on. is love. And you know for a sure he's not having an affair because he doesn't <laughs> care what he looks like. <laughs> well, yeah, was that a test? Was that a loyalty <laughs> test, Bron? I should have. <laughs> um, all right, so, Bron, what have you been clicking? So these have been sent in. So this first one was sent in by Nick Gale on Instagram. Headline, the game-changing grass hack Aussies have been going wild over. That's from 7 News. Oh, tell me about this hack, okay, because I've Game got changing. grass now and it sucks. There's just so much stuff in the, like there's little weeds popping up and it's getting long. I don't even know how to, I don't want to buy a mower because I know I'm not going to mow it. <laughs> what are you grass expecting sucks. to happen to <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to buy, I'm going to have to get a gardener, aren't I? So it's to his head, probably. Just let it go bald. <laughs> It falls out naturally, doesn't it? The grass. Um, <laughs> what right, is it, Bron? So, yeah, what, what is this thing? Don't get Bron to cut, cut the grass because it's going to end up with a big patch in it. Go on, what is it? So someone posted a, a video to a public Facebook group showing she had fake grass. She hosed it down with a pressure washer. That is the hack Aussies have been going wild over. Over, their gr- over fake grass and you just wash it. The comments are so funny. One of them was like... Oh, this is great. Now I've seen it all. What? You haven't seen anything. You've seen one person washing fake grass. That's Power it. washing AstroTurf is the hack that Aussies are going wild for. Yeah. Well. That is a waste of everybody's I mean, the, time the, the, to be energy. fair, the journalists are still on holidays. So <laughs> yeah. And it shows. And a it- shout out to all of the youngsters who are coming up <laughs> and writing their first garbage articles. This is the first of what we hope to be many, I'm sure. Is it the one of the best things about AstroTurf? You don't need to water it? <laughs> now, but it does get grubby. <laughs> it does really get grubby. I, I had AstroTurf actually for a little while. It gets pretty gross. Um, all right, Bron, what, what else have you been clicking? So this one was sent in by Brooke Wilson on Instagram as well. Headline... Mum's mind blown as she discovers at age 32 just why we use the abbreviation first, second, and third. So, like, this is hard to explain, but, like, when the <laughs> number and the little S and T. One S-T. Yes, oh, yeah, okay. First. And two N-D. Second, is it because ND, they're the second, last two letters of each uh, of those words? Yes. Yeah. Did you know that, Bron? Of course. <laughs> that is, was anyone's mum... <laughs> The video has been viewed more than 2.7 million times with dozens apparently <sighs> admitting that they were not aware of why this was a thing. No, to be fair, someone listening right now is only just learning this and only just putting these two things together. That. So I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Absolutely. First, absolutely. Second, hey, look, and actually, do you know what? Third. Can I be completely honest? I would like to think that I'm above this. But I did something so incredibly ridiculous just recently that yeah. I that I I have absolutely no right to be making fun of anyone. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you tomorrow. It's the end uh, of the show now. It's the old. You're gonna have to tune in tomorrow to be continued. <laughs> well, yeah, because we don't have time because we've got to yeah. go. But I promise you, you'll be. I think you'll be just as embarrassed about this for even knowing me that I had to do this over well, the weekend. I look forward to hearing about that. Uh, Bron, um, thank you slash no thank you for those awful uh, <laughs> articles. I'd never thought I'd be <laughs> wishing for some Prince Harry content from you because I tell you what, it, well, looks of the things, it's that's some headlines. But anyway, 
We'll have to wait for all of that for another episode of All Day Breakfast. Thank you very much for joining us, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.